Welcome to Let's Talk About This, a podcast that talks about anything and everything about the social sciences. This podcast was created to help you understand every topic that we're going to have every week. For this episode, we're going to talk about history. In any society, a clear understanding of history is imperative because it enables us to draw lessons from the past and shape our present and future. As a mirror to the past, a critic of the present, and a guide to the future, history is a field that is dynamic and requires serious attention. So, it's pretty common for a student to be bored in their history subject, but to treat it as a nonsense subject is a misguided at best. History is not a mere memorization of names, dates, events, and figures, but rather a painstaking analysis of the past for the purpose of understanding the meaning and dynamics of the development of human societies. History is fundamental in understanding the human condition and the value of being able to critically examine and learn from history is immeasurable. So history has lexical origins in the French word histoire, the Latin word historia, and Greek word historia. These words refers to the stories, accounts, and knowledge from the past events. The American Historical Association defines history as the never-ending process whereby people seek to understand the past and its many meanings. So technically, History refers to the study and interpretation of the written record of past human activity, including the activities of the societies and civilizations. So, how do historians acquire data in their studies? Most historians use historiography. So, historiography is the process by which historical data and events are critically examined using specific sources, techniques, and approaches. The historical method includes the techniques by which historians use primary sources, which is the actual records that have survived from the past and other pieces of evidence to research and then write history. So those events transpiring before the induction of the earliest known written and historical records are called prehistory. So there are four steps in the historiographical process. The first one is to ferret out or look for the facts. So historians have to discover this information by looking for the primary sources and learn the facts. Second, they have to establish a meaningful order in the chaos of materials. Meaning, they have to organize this data that they acquired to make it easier for them to understand it. So, they have to analyze each information they have by examining the primary sources. Third, they have to seek perspective or enlightenment to the organized information that they have, meaning they have to start interpreting this data by explaining the context, meaning, and significance of primary sources. And lastly, as part of the social sciences, it is their responsibility to improve the collective understanding of the past by sharing their insights or findings to others. Through this, the field of history will further develop and it will give fresh perspective about what happened from our past. Now let's talk about the history of history. So before the development of writing and the spread of literacy, 
cultural heritage such as epics and stories were transmitted by of mouth. So history was handed down through the spoken word until the invention of writing. As you can remember your history subject in junior high school, you can remember that the Sumerian civilization was the first to devise a style of writing known as cuneiform, and because of this, they were considered as the weavers of the first historical narratives. In East Asia, Sima Qian created the Shiji, or the historical records which widely considered as the foundational test of Chinese historiography and also a comprehensive account of Chinese history from its mythical origins to the rise of the Han Dynasty in 206 BCE. Also, historical criticism became prominent in the early 8th century CE and was pioneered by the publication of Liu Ziji's Shintong or Historical Perspective in the year 710. In ancient Greece, Herodotus made the first attempt to conduct a comprehensive study of the past and explain the cause and effect relationship of events. The histories, his lengthy account of the Greco-Persian Wars, was unprecedented for his time and spent his entire life working on it. On the other hand, Thucydides is a Greek historian who is known for his accurate and factual works, expounded on the three decades of war and conflict between Athens and Sparta in his history book of the Peloponnesian War. In the world of Islamic historians, Rashid al-Din's collector of chronicles tackled world history and covered not only Islamic history but also information on European popes and Mongolian emperors. Now, Ibn Khaldun, who is an Arab historian, wrote the Makadima or the Introduction. His book not only presents his own unique historical perspective, but also discusses wide-ranging topics including culture, philosophy, finance, and politics. In 1637, René Descartes published the Discourse on Method, on which he included history in his roster of questionable sciences, arguing that history is selective and dubious even though it exalts the human mind. So that's it for the history of history. Now let's talk about the different branches of history. First one, we have art history. So art history is the study of histories of the arts such as architecture, sculptures, painting, music, dance, theater, motion pictures, television, and literature, among others. Next, we have psychohistory. This is the interpretation of historical events with the aid of psychological theories. And then we have diplomatic history. This is the study of the history of the international relations among states. Then we have economic history. This is the study of the past economic phenomena and the application of economic theories to historical events. Next, we have intellectual history. This is the study of the emergence and evolution of ideas and thinkers. Next, we have military history. It is the study of the armed forces as an institution with respect to the roles it played in the past events. Next, we have political history. This is the analysis of political narratives, events, ideas, movements, organs of the government, voters, parties, and leaders. Next, we have history of science. History of science is the study of the development of science and scientific knowledge. And then we have social and cultural history. 
This is the study of popular cultural traditions and social interpretations of historical experience. Next is women's history. This is the study of the roles of women played in the past events. And lastly, we have world history. This is the study of history in global perspective. So that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for joining us this week on Let's Talk About This. If you have any questions, feel free to message me. Make sure to visit our module for this week by accessing your canvas. With that, thank you very much and I'll see you next week. Thank you.